Welcome to Dadding It Podcast, where each week we meet a dad who discusses the reality of dadding it. In today's episode, I chat to Andrew. Andrew is from London in the United Kingdom. He chats about bringing up three children and also having a brain tumour, which he has had removed, but is left with a throat tumour, which he lives with today. And talks about going from working, running all the time, just to a complete change in lifestyle, being at home, being around the kids more. He opens up and has some some great insights into being a dad. And check out his Instagram account at Dad with Crazy Family, which is quite funny. And um, yeah, he's a really great guy. Enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome back to the Danning It podcast. It's another week. I have another dad and I've got Andrew all the way over in England. Hi, Andrew. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you doing, Liam? I'm well. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, could you just introduce yourself to our audience, Andrew? Just tell us a little bit about you and yourself as a dad. Okay, so my name's Andrew. Um, I live in North London. I'm 42. I've got three kids two sons and one daughter um, and a lovely wife. Um, I used to work, um, but now I've stopped working because of my illness. I, we found out that I had a brain tumour back in 2016 that I had removed, um, but I do have a throat tumour that is left. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's much about me. Um, wow. Um, so how old were the kids when you discovered your brain tumour? Um, my eld, well, the, the, how we managed to find out was um, my daughter was just born. Um, I was quite a running fanatic. So I used to like running and all sorts. Yeah. And um, we started, I started losing my hearing in my left ear. And it was like, as a man thing, you just ignore it, ignore it. Just think, oh, yeah, it's lack of sleep because you've got a newborn. Mm-hmm. Um, our oldest would have been, oh, how it would have been about six, and our middle child would have been about four. Yeah. And then we just had our baby daughter. And yeah, as I said, I started losing my hearing. Um, I used to do a lot of run. I used to run 5K during the week and 14K on the weekend. Um, but after mm. I managed to find out and took the tumour out, I'm back to not able to do anything because it affects my throat. Right. And how was that impact on the kids? Like, How did they... Like, did they? Um, my my eldest found it really hard because he was aware of it. Yeah. Because um, obviously he, my other, my, my middle child, he doesn't remember me going to work at all. He just remembers me being at home. My daughter's never seen me go to work. Um, my eldest used to take it on and think I oh, he has to find a job now, and it's like, no, we are fine. We are financially fine. It's not, and he used to worry so much. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a big impact on the family, isn't it? And and obviously, and you're feeling much better now, is it? Back to I'm. Um, it's not back to normal. I've had quite a few operations because I'm still left with the throat tumor. Yeah. Um, but we've managed to shrink it this year. Oh, that's with, great. Um, with last year, which was a good thing, we did some radiotherapy and we managed to shrink it. So fingers crossed. Um, we're going to check it every year and hopefully it just stays the same and doesn't grow. Great. Oh, that's okay. Well, that's sounded positive. Um, So, Andrew, when you were working, um, how did you find that more balance of um, the work-life balance with being a dad? 
Um, it was hard. Um, my wife was at home because um, I worked in central London. So it was an hour down to Trek. Um, luckily, at my work, I managed to finish early. So I finished at half past four, but it was an hour down and an hour back. So by the time I got up about half past four, I still managed to see the kids in the evenings. So we still had playtime and read book time to go to bed. And we managed to have the weekend. So it was quite hard to juggle around. Obviously, traveling, I, I left before some of them, they sometimes they didn't wake up in the morning when I was leaving because I started for half seven. Yeah. And, and and since being at home with the kids, are you at home? So with the little ones, are you at home and your um, wife's at work I, now? How's that work? The, my, wife's, my, my wife's not at work at the moment. She helps with me at the moment. She's doing it. She's running her own little business, but we yeah. are at home. Yeah. Um, so, but I mostly look after everything, take the kids to school, get them sorted. We do homeschooling together. But it's a completely different change of life. Like you don't see that as as a dad, mm. what mums have to go through. Yeah. That it's constant. There is things to do that during the day, like planning things, planning schoolwork, planning planning all sorts of things, pickups, play and play dates. It's just endless and you being at work, you don't realise all those sorts of things that go on that when you're not there. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think there's so many things that go go by that you just don't even think about how it all flows, like the flow of life as a, a parent at home. There exactly. is so much work going on and so much unseen and kind of yeah, the, the silent stuff that goes on behind the scenes that, that makes everyone I mean, tip, yeah. I mean, there's all the potty training, there's all the not eating food, and you don't see any of that because you're at work. So when they're being fed, you don't see any of that. And it's when you come home from work, you just see the happy kids or happy kids ready to go to bed. Mm. And it's the mums that have dealt with that all day, like have mm. to take them out shopping and then blown a tantrum during the day. And <laughs> it, is, it is quite full on because I've, I've, I've actually had my, so I've been off the whole time with my daughter. So I've seen her grow up since she's been born yeah. and haven't been at home with the boys, but with my youngest daughter, I've been at home and I've seen a lot of things that, wow. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah. So the craziness of it all, and I guess that's where you get your, your Instagram account is your at dad of a crazy family. House is always crazy. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so could you share some of your fondest dad moments with us? Ah, what can we say? Um, luckily I was able to be there for all the births. Yeah. So I managed to cut all the umbilical cords. I mean, greatest moments, you can't get more than their first words or their first, I mean, manage, I've managed to actually see my daughter make her first step. I mm. didn't, I missed the boys cause I was at work, but managed to see her make her first step and, that, that was amazing, just hearing them, hearing them talk as well and saying dada and mama and eating and just the little things like that. Being able yeah. to hug them and kiss them and pick them up, wishing they'll never grow too old no more. I know. They grow so fast. Pause button. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Andrew. Um, what about some of you? What would be your biggest struggle as a dad or some of your biggest struggles? Definitely the one that we're going through at the moment is homeschooling. This is tough. It is. Yeah. I mean, luckily for us, we have the eldest 
who practically takes care of himself. So he's in his room and he's got his computer and he can, we can just check on him now and then make sure he's doing well. But the yeah. other two, our, mid, our middle boy, well, he's eight and is trying to keep him concentrated and focused. What takes about 10 minutes work that they give you to do ends up taking an hour and a half. Sometimes we start at eight. Sometimes mm. we don't finish about half past five in the evening with him because oh. it just goes on for forever. And I know it's not his fault because obviously he's used to being in the classroom, but it mm. takes a lot out of our parents, I believe. And that is one definitely one of the struggles that I'm dealing with at the moment. Mm. I think there's probably a lot of that. So a lot of dads also in that situation. Um, how how long have you been homeschooling with the kids now? Like, what are you up to? Um, we have started homeschooling since since I think it was December. Yeah, December. So we did the first lockdown last year. Yeah. Um, it was Mar- March, April, and May, and then they went back in for summer, Just and then they started. They, they, yeah. they started in September. They did October, November, and then it was closed again for December. So we've had them since December. Mm. Um, and yeah, as I said, we don't even know when they're going to be going back at the moment, the younger two, but we know the eldest one is hopefully going back in in March. Mm. Oh, well, I feel for you. Well, I'm a teacher, so I was on, and oh, I've, yeah. I've experienced the homeschooling as well as from a teacher's perspective and from a, a dad's perspective. And I just, you know, one of the things we always told our parents is just don't be too hard on yourself because you're not a, you're not the, you're not a teacher and you just got yeah. you're all doing your best. We all know everyone's trying to do their best, and if the kids are finding it hard, you don't, just don't push them too much. Let them yeah those days. But yeah, you need to keep them busy as well. That's the thing, isn't it? If you can't, we do. I mean, do um, during the, during the March time, it was easier because they can go outside. It was sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're in the winter, it's a bit more difficult because so we're just trapped inside sort of thing because yeah. they find it yeah. too cold to go. I mean, we send them out for 10, 15 minutes, but that's as long as they want to stay outside. Mm. Oh, well, hopefully the end is in sight soon for you guys. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. <laughs> keep keep going with it, though. Um, what about some funny dad moments for us? Uh, funny dad moments. Um, I can tell you one where um, I went for a shower and they decided to trick me. So I came out of the shower and they um, decided that they were going to hide all my clothes. So I came <laughs> out of the shower and because and I wear glasses as well. So they took my glasses as well. So I couldn't find my glasses. And I couldn't find my clothes. And there I am screaming, shouting. What have you not done, kids? And they they ran out into the garden with all, and they took every bit of clothing that I had and took it outside. So I had nothing completely. Oh so wow! That, a... <laughs> and they they planned it with mum that they took all my stuff and ran and they hid all hid all and there I was trying to run downstairs and try and find them and they're killing themselves laughing outside. They think it was the funniest thing, and. Obviously, I, I, I can see the funny side and I can see the horrible side to it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That is, that is um, taking pranking to a to full extent yeah. by taking all of your clothes. Brilliant. All of my clothes, exactly. <laughs> oh, dear, that's priceless. Um, what about connection with other dads? Is that something you have? Do you, do you connect with other dads out there? I 
do I do I have quite a few dads on Instagram at the moment that I connect with we have and um, we use I'm not sure if you heard of the dad AF app as well no can you tell us about that yeah it's a, it's a UK thing I, I'm, I believe um, so it's dads it's kind of, it's dads talking about everything that we go through and everything that mum goes through and how everybody kind of copes with it right so I've got a couple of the influencers that follow me and we talk and see how everybody's going like one of the my friend one of them was going through an illness as well similar to me and we talked quite often and talking that every day to see how he was and make sure he was okay Mm. so we do have quite a few I do have um, there is a whatsapp they did have as well but we stopped that obviously because it got too much through um through lockdown but hopefully they'll start up again because they want we want to actually have meet up and have a barbecue and have some drinks and actually meet everybody because we only see them on Instagram. Mm. So we want to actually try and meet up. So maybe that may be something this summer that we may do. Yeah, great. Um, that's really great that you found other dads that have had illness as well. Like, cause obviously yeah. they would completely get your story and cause yeah, I'm guessing there's other dads out there that when you talk to them, don't really understand what you've gone through or what, what it is yeah. like. Yeah. It was, I mean, the other dad that was ill, he found it really comforting that I was able to, because he went through something similar, obviously, because I've been through it. I, He was able to, ex, I explained to him what to expect. Like, it'll take you a couple of long time to get over it. I mean, for me, I had to go through a lot of therapy. Yeah. Reason being, I've been working since I was 16 mm. to stop work at, what was it? How old would I have been? Um, 35? Mm. to stop working at 35 completely from being working constantly when you're 16 it was a complete different role change of life and you I couldn't plan anything so it was that's how I believed it that a lot of therapy helped me yeah I bet and by me explaining to him it kind of helped him as well he went and get therapy and it put it helped him pull through as well that's so good. That is so good. And um, did did your family did you get support as a family like with with the whole? We I did. Yeah, we had a lot well. of support. Had a lot of support from my well, my mum and dad were not in the country because we're from the West Indies and they were living in Grenada in the West Indies. Yeah. So they were over there and they were after I had the operation. They did come over afterwards, but we had a lot of support from my um, my sister. Yeah. And a lot of support from my in my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law. They came down and because I was in hospital for eleven days, mm. and had family come over from New um, from um, Holland, and my wife used to leave in the morning and come and see me because I was I was supposed to be in intent I was supposed to be in intensive care for like one day. I was in there for like three days. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And so the kids were being looked after by family at that time. By family, yeah, yeah. And I mean, they were they were happy because they were being they were, they were taking being taken to school by aunties or uncles, and they made it fun for them. Luckily, as well, um, they enjoyed the uncles and aunties enjoyed being with them, so they were happy to take them out and treat mm. them. And they did video messages for me when my wife came into work, so I'd actually see them. And were they aware of exactly what was going on at the time? Like, how did you manage that? My oldest, I mean, he was six. I mean, he yeah. kind of understood, but the other two 
didn't understand. I mean, they, my older, my the older boys understand now, but my daughter still, I mean, she understands to an effect. I mean, even when I, because it's my throat, so even when I have a coughing fit, they would just ignore me. They've gotten so used to it now mm. that yeah. they would just ignore it and just talk about something else and just have a laugh. Yeah, that they've just grown up with it. Where if I'm out like, like now, hopefully I don't. But if I have a coughing fit, it's because my throat gets got dry. But yeah. yeah, but they would just start keeping laughing at me because they've just got you so used to it. Mm. Yeah, right. Um, do you, have you got a best dad joke for us, Andrew? Um, I have. I got my eldest to write it out for me. Um, <laughs> and he, he thought he thought this one would be funny. Um, why did the mushroom go to the party? Oh, I don't know. Because he was a fungi. <laughs> 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 oh that's good that is good <laughs> yeah well fun guy fun guy yeah <laughs> um and do you do you have a favorite book that you read with your kids oh i can tell this book but without actually looking at the book we're going on a bear hunt oh we god constantly, we constantly read that book that i know off by heart i can say it in my sleep yes there's quite a few books i'm sure dads out there can just recite and that you you can say yeah. without looking at the pages <laughs> exactly but this one definitely we've had it on the tv we've had it on the book we've had it in the car on the everywhere yeah it's a beautiful book it's such a great book it, it is um thanks for that one um and i guess we i always end the show with this is just some, any advice for for dads out there that you'd like to pass on um, having been done both sides of it, being at work and not seeing them and then being at home is just to make the most of the time that you have with them because they just grow so quick. I mean, just enjoy every bit of it. The falls, the hard times, the good times, enjoy all of it because they just grow so quickly. And before you know it, it would just be vanished. You won't, They won't want to hold your hands. They won't want to kiss you no more. So enjoy all the hugs, the kisses you can get as much as possible. Mm, so true. That's really good advice. And Andrew, it's been so lovely catching up with you. And um, thank you, Ralph. Liam, you too. Dad story. So thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. And you take care. And uh, yeah, check out Andrew's Instagram. Anyone? That's is it at Dad with Crazy Family? At Dad with a Crazy Family. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks so much, Andrew. Thank you very much for having us. Thanks so much for listening to Dadding It Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please pass it on to another dad who you feel would get something from listening to other people's stories. And if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, could you just leave a review? It'd be much appreciated. Tune in next week to hear from another dad and their story. Cheers. Dad,